0: So before we took a break uh, last week for our Sabbath Sunday, we had been um, looking at over the previous two weeks um, the nature of, of God and who God is. and um, We've been asking a couple of questions. You may remember those questions. Um, the first question was, uh, what do you think about when you think about God? The second question was, what does God look like? And you remember that we... Um, we we strung this these these we saw these these three beautiful words strung together in a sentence in 1 John god is love and over those two weeks we came to see that, that 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 god is love this this the reality that god is that god is love and that god is a community of love the father the son and the holy spirit and that there's only one thing in one thing alone that holds the trinity together and that is love it sustains and powers and energizes um, the relationship between father son and holy spirit and we, we came to see that love is the supreme force in the universe and that the christian story reveals to us god as not angry not wrathful not vindictive but but as love himself and um there were two particular images that we we came to, to look at. You remember three weeks ago, um, we saw God as a loving, kind, and compassionate Father, as as was depicted in the parable of the Prodigal Son that Jesus taught. And um, we seen God as as a loving, kind, compassionate Father. And two weeks ago, then we 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 took this further and we saw that God is. As, as Christ. God looks like Christ. That when we look in the face of Jesus, we see the nature of God. We see the face of God. In Colossians, it says that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And in Jesus, we see um, a self-sacrificial, kind and compassionate, loving person, love incarnate, Um, And this is the image of God. These are the images of God. This is what we think of when we think about God. This is what God looks like. Um, And we came to see that it is love and not fear that draws us into the father's house, as it were. It draws us into the family of God. It's love and not fear that draws us into the father's arms. Just like in the, the parable of the prodigal son, we saw the son returning home. And being drawn into the father's house and into the father's arms where the father threw a feast and welcomed his son home who was once lost and is now found. And we see this ultimate revelation of this love in the father. We see that manifest in Jesus on the cross. This manifest example of God's kindness, his self-sacrificial love for all humanity is on the cross where Jesus with his arms spread out laid down his life for us, laid down his life for the world that we may be saved and that we may be saved and rescued and come into the knowledge of and the awareness of the nature of this loving God and his love for us and this love that redeems and restores and remakes us, Um, that we would come into the knowledge of that and that we would be free and liberated in that love. And as we looked at these different images of God, we began to see that it is the nature of God as love himself um, that saves us. That it is not something that we have done um, to gain God's love. It's not something that we've done that is spectacular to, to gain God's love, but that the gospel is that the love of God has reached out to us. And this is the grace that we breathe in every day. And we summed that up as this, that love alone is credible. That the motivating impulse of the divine is love. And, and, and that love will change the world. But for that love to change the world, it has to change us first. And that there, we, we saw that there was this flow to love, wasn't there? There was a flow outward that, that the love of God impacts us and changes us, and then it flows out through us as the hands and feet of God, as as God's ambassadors and and servants in the world, um, following the example and the way of Christ, living a life of love, living out the, the the love ethic, and that is the way that God changes the world by love. And so, so this week I, um, instead of uh, preaching to you, I'm not going to preach to you again this morning. We've had two weeks of of teaching around this, but I wanted to lead us this morning in um, a series of practices, um, liturgies, prayers. that are just gonna help us this morning um, become aware of God's love for us this morning, um, remind us of God's love this morning, and indeed um, hopefully change us this morning root us deeply again in the love of God this morning that we may be a loving presence to those around us and that the world around us would be changed because we have been impacted so deeply by love. And so I'd love to invite you to join me this morning. Um, I'm going to lead us as I've said and we're also going to have some worship led by Hannah and Connor and Eleanor um, in the mix of it as well. And I just hope that it's an enriching time that it blesses you. Um, So and We're going to do it now. Let's um, let's sit up comfortably in the chair that you're in, wherever you're at. I want to invite you to uh, get yourself comfortable. This is going to involve uh, you. Um, this is a, an invitation to participate, um, to um, embody in your body what we want to say and feel in our hearts. And so we want to be open to God. We want to listen um, to God's voice. We want to uh, become aware of God's presence. And so let's embody that. And I want to invite you to sit up straight, put your feet flat on the ground and maybe you want to put your hands out in front of you like this just with an open posture um, and I'm going to lead us um, and please do join with me, um, uh, pray along with me um, as, I, as I read these, uh, these words, I hope that they do bless you um, um, but please do either listen or, or pray these words along with me this morning um, and let's practice the love of God together this morning. So we'll take a little moment of silence and then I'll begin. God is love. Oh, God is love. The Lord is gracious and compassionate slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of God's unfailing love. Oh, God is love. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens your faithfulness to the skies. We will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With our mouths, we will make your faithfulness known through all generations. A litany for love's story. God, we know that the story you're telling, the story, the hills, and the seas tell. The story all creatures and all flesh are telling is a story that never ends, that never stops being told and can never be told enough. For it is a deep and necessary story, a story within a story, the story of new creation birthed within old, the story of resurrection amidst wreckage, the story of unexpected gifts, the story of unearned grace, the story of embodied presence and attention, the story of love's expression. The universe has always been telling the story from the tiniest particles and the simplest organisms to the grandest dynamics and the most complex communities, we are destined to tell it also. This story, God as love. Heaven available now, as testified by Christ, saints and sages, and by rocks, streams, and stars, This story we're swept up in and in which we originate. This is the story we tell with breath and song, with our being and presence. We tell the many storied tale of all encompassing love. Amen. We're gonna pray uh, another prayer now, and uh, I'd like you to join with me. um, Join with me by praying the bits in bold. Um, uh, let's, Let's enter into this prayer now. It's called A Litany for Multifaceted Love. God, over the ages, you have shown love to us in many ways, with many faces, Now we have this bold understanding of you, creator, spirit, Christ, as a loving relational being, always generously exchanging love. We understand that Christ in you and you are in Christ. We understand that your spirit is in us and we are in your spirit we understand that we are all parts of a whole imagined by you. The love that passes among us and you and among us and other people and among Christ and all creation is the fuel that sustains us, the energy that animates us, the engine that drives us. And we know that it is a force beyond our reckoning beyond our control and categorizing, beyond language and expression, beyond limitation. But it shows up for us, filling our hearts, every single place we ever think to look for it. Oh God, you infinite being, you multifaceted source, we give thanks for your generosity, sharing of yourself, your life, your diverse expression of love, which we seek to embody on earth, amen. God is love. Let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Oh, God is love. I'm going to pray a litany called a litany for Christ's mercy. I'd love us to pray together. So please do join with me by praying the, the parts that are in bold. God, for so long, we had you all wrong. We thought you were nitpicky and contentious, quick to punish, full of wrath, full of impossible standards. But you have shown us your true self in the person of Christ, in his solidarity with creation, in his vulnerability, in his gentleness, in his mercy, we have taken our broken down ideas about strength and our messed up ideas about power and projected them onto you. We know better now. We know your pure love. Forgiveness flows from you endlessly. Acceptance and patience are your modus operandi, and Christ is your personification. Christ, into whose body and life we have a standing invitation, in whose mercy we participate. So, as Christ was merciful toward the sick and the poor, the confused and the misunderstood, the judged and condemned, the greedy and misguided help us to follow his example, keeping our feet on the path of peace. Amen. Uh, In just a moment, we're going to come to the table. We're going to take bread and wine together. Um, But before we do that, I want to lead us in one uh, final prayer and some reflections um, one of the big ideas that we've been reflecting on is, is this reality that every human being is made in the image of God. Every human being is a child of God. And so I want to lead us in some some liturgy and some reflection here that's going to help us to to remind us of that and to um, just inform our minds and hearts again of, of how the love of God is for, for everyone, um, unconditional to all. Um, so, Again, join with me as we, as we pray. Father of the beaten down, lover of the strong and proud, God of every class, from the greenest grass to the underpass, you're the maker of us all. Father of every citizen, lover of every immigrant, God of everyone who has ever been an alien, you are the creator of us all and the meter of us all. You love your children. You love your children, every daughter, every son. You love your children, all your children. Help us see you in each one. Father of the most oppressed, lover of the least impressed, God of every kid who's ever hit from being hit, you're the seer of us all, loving weeper for us all. You love your children. You love your children, every daughter, every son. You love your children, all your children. Help us see you in each one. Jesus spoke, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your father in heaven. So he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. You bring the rain down on the good and the bad, the good and the bad on all your children. And you make the sun shine on the good and the bad, the good and the bad in all your children. Father Richard Moore writes that we live with an inherent dignity, our divine sonship and our divine daughterhood by reason of our creation. This is a dignity that God has given to us and no one can take from us. And it has nothing to do with our race or religion or past or sin. Every single person on earth is just as much a child of God as we are objectively, theologically, eternally. Where else do we think they come from? He says, did some other God create them except the God? No, but their divine DNA is the same as ours. We deny our faith if we believe anything else. We were all once aliens and we are all so full of sin, but in Jesus name we are welcomed in as citizens, a brand new family, old and young from every nation, faith and tongue. A new creation has begun from every nation, faith and tongue. Oh, you love your children. You love your children, every daughter, every son, you love your children, all your children. Help us see you in each one. As we come to the table now, we just are reminded of that verse in 1 John three sixteen that this is how we know what love is, that Christ has died and has laid down his life for us.